Be sure to follow our amazing sponsors, Fire Infusion, Tax Strategy, Ask Blue Jay, Lavish Looks by Miss Michi, and Black Dollar Days. And be sure to tune into our other programming throughout the week. What it do? Your favorite cousin, Young Jot, checking in. And right now, you're tuned into the Blueprint Live with my favorite, Miss Michi, all right? Hey, man, you know what it is. Keep doing what you're doing and keep it right here. Chill. What's good, y'all? It's your boy, Gary P, the DJ of Bootcamp Radio. You're tuned in right now to Blueprint Live with Miss Michi. Let's go. What up, y'all? It's your boy, Bobby Wright. Right now, you tuned in to the Blueprint Live. Hosted by Miss Michi. Bam, 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 bam. Yo, what's happening in it? What's happening in it? In it? Oh, it's your boy, two dollars, baby. Bank here, baby. Oh, hey, man. Check this out. I want y'all to tune in right now to the Blueprint Live with Miss Michi. And I want you to tune in every Thursday at 6 30 Central Time. I just have to shake it for just a second. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in and coming back. Happy Thursday. I hope that you all's week has been prosperous, that it's been blessed, that they haven't gotten on your nerves too bad at work. <sighs> I can't even say that they were stressing me at work this week, straight up. Hey, hey, Auntie Tracy. Thank you for checking in, girl. Hey, girl. Yeah, that's my auntie. So look, anybody that knows me, I got my, my I got my two aunties, like my immediate aunties, as I call them. My first aunties. Okay. You know how they get first cousins, then my first aunties. Okay. And uh I just love them so much. So shout out to Auntie Tracy. She tuned in with me all the time. Bled so media and aspire creative is in the house. Doyline, thank you so much for checking in. Y'all be in tune. We got some things. I'm I'm cooking up with Aspire Creative, so I'm really, really excited about it. Hey, hey. So look, tonight. Got a lot to jump into, but before I do that, I have to thank my amazing sponsors, okay? Shout out to Tax Strategy, okay? I know I know some of y'all didn't do y'all taxes. Shame. It's shame at this particular point because the deadline was all, they extended it a whole 30 days, but that's okay though. You can get with the tax pros at Tax Strategy. They're going to help you and, you know, get you back on track. Boom. Okay. Shout out to CHBM Services. Okay. This particular firm is dedicated to helping single parent homes with resources and just different things so that you and your family can thrive. So if you or someone that you know can benefit from the resources, job resources, really just helping you to maximize on what you have going on, make sure you reach out to my sponsor, CHBM Services. Shout out to Fire Infusions. They're coming back. So make sure that you go and sign up so you can get your herbs. And get your things that you need, okay? Shout out. Uh, Axe Blue Jay. She's got business services and the Black Excellence Collection. So if you shop, you can use my code Michi10 for 10% off. Get your mugs, your, your mice, all that other stuff. Get everything that you need from Black Excellence. And just have that tag. As a Black person walking around with the Black Excellence, I feel grand. I don't know about you guys, but moving along. Shout out to Black Dollar Days. The next Black Dollar Days is coming up, okay? So make sure that you all go and sign up and register your business or register a friend. You know, Even if it's not you, you don't have a business personally. Y'all know y'all be seeing y'all friends scrolling on Facebook, y'all. Y'all like, I'm going to pass right by that. I'm going to go to somebody else's post. Yeah, drop their business. Stop playing. <laughs> uh, job opportunity of the week, again, brought to you by Closing the Gap Staffing. 
This week, they have remote uh, remote customer service positions, and they're still looking for Class A uh, truck drivers. So if you know anybody, I'm going to need you to go ahead and pass that job opportunity along. My topic of tonight after my special guest is going to be Black Appropriation on TikTok. And I put a question mark on there because I've been seeing a lot of, you know, different things. And there's one article that I saw on the Huffington Post today that I really feel like is going to kind of guide us through this conversation to really understand why our black creators on TikTok, why they've chosen not to, you know, continue with all the dance trends and everything because they feel like that everybody else is able to win off of it and not the actual creator. So we talking about that. But I'm really, really excited. So it's, it's been like a whole week. Southside Rico, no cap, uh, you know, he reached out about being on the show. He has been making his way through, um, you know, the Chicagoland media circuit and even outside of the Chicagoland area. So I'm really excited to talk to him and I'm about to bring him on. Let me see. I think I think he's ready. Yeah, uh, Southside Rico, give me give me a thumbs up if you're ready. All right. Hold on, y'all. Let's see. Let me get him on here. Hey, hey. Hey, okay, I can see myself. You better see yourself today. How are you? I'm good. What about yourself? You know what? I'm blessed today. I'm feeling real good. Yeah, I'm feeling real nice. good. De- definitely excited to have you on the show tonight. I mean, it's you know, it's, it's, I feel like it's been a, a only a short time since we reached out, but I don't know why I feel like weeks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've been there <laughs> I know, I know. You know. For those that don't know or that's just tuning in, um, you know, Southside Rico No Cap is from the Chicagoland area. And, you know, from what I read, you started rapping at the young tender age of 11, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So, okay. You got to take take me back. Take me back to 11-year-old Southside Rico No Cap, okay? Um, you know, what was that moment where you knew that that's what you wanted to do and you just kind of started jumping into music? Well, uh, what I started to like see what a rapper was like i didn't think i was going to be rapping um it just basically like happened like um it was like probably 11 it was like probably like around the time um go dj came out okay i I can barely hear you you sound kind of far away hold on okay you can hear me much better much better (laughs) okay so you okay cool so yeah take you back it started with the Go DJ video with Wayne dropped it. And it was just, um, we was just like in the crib, we was just watching like TV and it came on and like a bunch of his hits came on. But that sparked okay. my interest. But my brother was already rapping. And then like, you okay. know, by my brother rapping, it just made me want to pick it up. And then like my cousin was rapping. So it was just like, you know, it's constantly people who rapping around me. It just kind of seeped in. It was like, okay, I got to do this. Everybody else is doing it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it went. Like, you know, it's just like falling line type thing. But then I started seeing like the rappers I know, like people I know from like the neighborhoods of Chicago I grew up. I started seeing them make check a bag on rapping, making a million dollars. I was like, fuck, I can do it. <laughs> right. Like, let, <laughs> let, me, let me get in, please. Please and thank you. <laughs> no, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's for real. And you know what? It's, it's amazing when you have those positive influences around you. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like to, to be able to rap in the way that you all put the words together and just, you know, different things. Sometimes I listen to songs and I'm like, now, how did they think to put that together? Um, I think sometimes a lot of it comes from just listening to other people's music, but then okay. a lot of it be experience and like how you feeling. 
So, you know, right. it's just a mixture of things. Like, I listen to all the greats. So if you, anybody in hip-hop who great, or, like, just in, in the music world in general who great, I'll probably listen to you, and you feel me? Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, that's that's really how it is. And, you know, what was striking to me when I kind of read a little bit about your story is that, you know, you you mentioned that kind of like you're growing up and, you know, just like, you know, your environment and everything that it really ties into your music. So I really wanted to kind of ask you about that as far as, you know, how did, you know, you're growing up, how did that impact your music now? Oh, me growing up, it just made my music a little bit realer. You know, you got okay. people who be rapping about stuff that really don't be affecting them, but it just made me like, you know, it made me a little bit realer, but at the same okay. time, like I, sometimes I think my music be a little bit too real. So, it, you know, like, well, why do you say that? Why do you say it's too real? Cause I got like, so I got people watching me like where I'm from and stuff like, well, you know, people who know me. And so okay. not only that, they kids be singing my music. And so okay. you hear the kids singing the music, you be like, damn, you know. Yeah, I ain't, right. Like, let me take notice of what's going on real quick. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Now it's, it's great. And you know, you, Another thing that I read was that, you know, you kind of like took a pause. So you started music, you know, when you were younger and then there was like a slight pause as far as I was concerned. You know, what was kind of going on during that time where you had to take a step back, if, if you don't mind sharing? Um, no, I don't mind sharing. There's a couple of things like, um, well, I actually took like a couple of pauses. Like a lot of people don't even know. I was like, I was on a rap scene in 2012. Like people don't even know that. Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on, look, man, before we go any further. So tell us about that. Okay, look. <laughs> Oh, just uh, like I say about knowing people from the neighborhood and stuff, you know. Um, so the first um uh, real important I, person I met or was important to me was um this guy named CTC Pops okay. and whatever. And I knew him because my homie he used to stay on 52nd and Halsted, and so they okay. used to be down on block down there. And okay. so you know, uh, he's the first person who really just uh listen to my music and then you know tell me, like, yeah, bro, you could do it, like, yeah, sure, you could do it. And then yeah. he put me in tune with CTC Doo-Wop and Young okay. Trill. And so, you know, he was trying to bring me under, you know, bring me around. But right. I had too much stuff going on. Like, my homies is getting killed. I had my cousin getting killed. All type of, like, sad shit. So, yeah. oh, my bad. <laughs> no, that's okay. No, I mean, the, the, the thing about it is, look, you know, we, we tell the truth over here. So if that's your truth, you, you have been through some things, you know. And it's, I would imagine that, that was difficult. It's like, how do you, you know, kind of keep that motivation to keep going when you have all of those things happening around you, you know? Well, one of the biggest things was I made a promise to my cousin. He um because he was he was a rapper. He was okay. a rapper. And like you can go look him up. His name uh Young Ro. Okay. And, you know, you can go uh like he like got all the views on YouTube and all that, but Okay. Before he had a chance to like really be a rapper, he got killed. So, you know, I made a promise to my cousin at his funeral that I was go uh I was gonna yeah. get us in the rap game. Absolutely, absolutely, and I and I see you. You've been making your way, sir. I'm like, man, wait a minute. I'm like, all my all my media friends know about Southside Rico, no cap, okay. <laughs> and I love it because it's you know, I think some people they you know you can be an artist, but it's like how how good is your work? It's like if you keeping it all to yourself. Like the, I'm pretty sure you know somebody that's talented at something, and they just kind of hold on to their talent. You know, they don't put it out for everybody to see. I think a lot of the part of that, that come with people like, you know, people scared of judgment, you know, because when you put it out there for everybody to see, it's out there to the public. So anybody could comment on it. But at yeah. the same time, I do think it's a lot of people who hoard it because they don't want to see the next person up, uh, move past them or, you know, just be on fire, you know, 
Yeah. And it's a lot of politics in Chicago. That's another thing. You, you know, and I, I, so look, we, we veering a little bit because I know, I, I do know what I wanted to ask you, but speaking on that though, what has been your experience, you know, being in music, at least from our area, do you find that you're able to kind of like collaborate with other artists or do you, is it kind of like, hey, everybody is off of their self? Because some of my artists that I talk to, they have different experiences. Well, probably, I see, I don't know how to really answer that. Like I gave my answer on that a couple of times. Like it's a lot of love in the city. Okay. But I'm not sure because I, I'm is who I'm is. So I'm not sure how other people, you know, get their love reciprocated, but I get a lot of yeah. love from the city. I, and mm. a lot of these people I knew before they was either rapping. So, you know. Okay. It's a, it's a little bit easy to kind of navigate, right? Yeah, yeah. It just make it easy for them to be like, hey, all right, look, I'm rapping. Like, you feel me? If you can go back, yeah. I got pictures with Tay Rico. Like, you go see it. Like you, I, 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 like you, you go. his page lit, y'all. Y'all better go. I got his information down here. Hold on, let me look. Let me get your information down there so that they can um go and follow you. Okay. <laughs> so okay. So when you came back after you know like taking your your pause, I mean, was there some different things that you brought to your music from that downtime? Um yeah, just experience and just um just basically want to win. Like okay. at first. It was um like okay I know people around me was rapping we knew certain rappers but yeah. it was like my brother came home from doing a nine year bid and he, okay. and he was like I want to be a rap and he he been rapping like he was rapping before me okay but to see him actually do a song with King Louis do a song with G Herbo do a song with uh Tap yeah. Money I'm like man. You know what? That's amazing. Cause I tell you what, this is what I did want to ask you. I don't, I don't know if you've been seeing it. I mean, you, you, you be on social media. I see you, you active. So have you been seeing a picture that's been floating around? It's like the Mount Rushmore and they're trying to figure out which artist from Chicago will be on there. So if I know, look, if, if I know anything about you, you're going to say that you should be on there because that's what you're supposed to say if you are artist. But I don't feel like I'm supposed to be on that. I feel okay. like I'm going to be on there, but I don't feel like I put the work in to be on there. Mm. At least not yet. So who do you think should be on there? So, um, I think a couple of people should be on there. I think you, uh, I mean, it depends on the era. Okay. I, I think I think people get caught up in only five people being up there, but you know you got the people like Chella H, you got the people like Bum J, you got the people like yeah. Bo Deal, you got Count Mooney, like right. pack all them people before you know. But then you yeah. got the people like Doug Ruger, Lil yeah. Dirt, the Key, yeah, um, you know yeah. King Louis. You got just so many rappers, it's like hard. But um, I I will say this. It's a rapper that should be up there, though. They don't be putting up there. Who? Doug should definitely be up there. Shit, with 63 yeah. million views on YouTube, he should definitely be up there. Doing yeah. A meal, doing a meal before uh, before a deal. And doing yeah. dropping video after video. So I think he should definitely be up there. That's he's forever he's forever a part of my wedding straight up like he um <laughs> my my husband was adamant that he's like y'all better play y'all better play my song it's the real you can make a part of you can knock it in when I, when I, I tell you we got it in we got it in off that song I was just like this thank you Thank you. So um, what I wanted to do before, you know, we moved on, I did want to play one of your songs. So you sent me, you sent me two. I'm going to go in here now. Okay. Give me a second. So which one you want to play well, first? Get 
you want to play. It don't matter. It will tell me why you want to play. Okay, so we're going to get into COVID fluid, okay? This is by Southside Rico No Cap. Y'all better get in tune. It's available everywhere. <laughs> Look, y'all got to go to his shows if y'all want to see him rap. You know, I'll never be asking people to perform on the show because that ain't right. Y'all get paid to perform. Right. <laughs> right. So, look, I gotta, I, I always try to ask my artists this and other entrepreneurs that I talk to, um, you know, did you ever run, in, you know, in your time since you've been doing music and, you know, you've met all of these people and done all of this. Did you ever kind of run into any challenges along the way, you know, just within the music industry or just different things that kind of it had a little bit of an effect on you? Um, I had more challenges with my own team than people I didn't know. Okay, that's I'm well. Look, I ain't gonna look. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna be nosy. I won't ask you to go into it, but that's real. <laughs> that's real. And uh, you know, so ha having that happen to you, and it was you know with your team. We don't have to speak on that, but what can you say with some of the lessons that you pulled? You know, from those situations happening. Um, just grow. That's it. Just grow. That's the most. Just do what you can. Yeah. Oh, uh, regardless of what's going on. Like, just keep going, be relentless. You know, it's, it, do you ever find that it's easier said than done to do that, though? Sometimes, like, when somebody really got you messed up, though? Let's be real. But I feel like it's only when you care about what somebody thinks. Like, when you don't care about what nobody thinks, that, they don't bother you like that. Right. Right. Y'all better y'all gotta love his confidence, baby. He like, look, y'all can't y'all can't do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't always like this, but you know, that's what, like I just like I had to change the meaning on my name. That's what well, not the meaning on my name, but my brand. So my brand, Southside okay. Rico No Cap, stay super stay what it say, stay super relentless, never cap. Yeah, hmm. stay super relentless. I do know because I was wondering but my I was name like, made something different though. Yeah, I was like, I'm like the, I'm like the name, you know, and it's not like it's it's one of a kind. Yeah, facts. <laughs> you better be one of a kind. So, look, I gotta ask. I know that you've probably done some collaborations in your time with doing music. I always make everybody pick a favorite on the show. What was your favorite uh, collaboration that you've done so far? I don't really be collabing with artists in the city, like, or just at all. You don't collab with anybody. Oh, um, probably I got to collab with people who are around me. Like, you know, that's who I do music with. People he acting up me. on this show, y'all. He acting up. <laughs> <laughs> so if you mess with me, if you rock with me, I would, I would do music with you. But if you want to, you know, you I like, yeah. <laughs> okay, so wait. So, no, so you just said that. So you got to tell me, it's got to be a reason as to why. Why? I mean, the opportunity just ain't presenting itself yet. Like, when the okay. opportunity do, I mean, you know, hit me up. <laughs> you know what? I would love to see you do a song with um with my good friend Alana Deville. She is, you know, from out here too. And um, yeah, you know, just get a little get a little lady energy in there. Yeah, tell her go on ahead, DM me. Tell her I could DM her. Tell her uh, what's up. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you know what? And it's just like, see, I I love it. Like when the artists, you know, I'm just like, I'm like everybody come together. I'm like everybody can make dope music and do dope art out here because your music is your art, right? Yeah, facts. But you know, I think a lot of people don't understand this. Like, you know, everybody just want to be that. It won't be that one person. But like, you know, the way you stay like wealthy and get money is like everybody eating around you. So if you're around like six millionaires, I promise you're going to be like the seven. 
Okay. I mean, my whole thing is, is like what I feel like just even whether if it's music or business or whatever the case is, if you're doing it, you it's not just solely for you. It's for other people, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, not that you live it for them, but when you making music, yes, you love your music. But it's like it's your music can be an influence to other people. You can get the club rocking. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it is that your, your music is. I don't I just don't be understanding some of the stuff that go on sometimes. So I always ask about it. I think it'd be people be, you know, some people be putting in those positions to be, um, you know, like who be like people who like high in the industry or just hella hot right now. They be putting in those positions and okay. I don't think they be understanding the positions they put in because like, and that's for the longest while I didn't want to be a rapper. I didn't want to okay. lead nobody. I didn't want to lead nobody the wrong way. Like you got to think of the influence you draw when you're doing this. That's true. That's and true. certain people do be leading a whole bunch of people the wrong way. Yeah, I mean, you know what? And because it, it's like when you have that platform, you know, it's like what you say, especially with you know the children and just the different things. It does have an influence, and I don't, I don't think people recognize the power that they have within their platforms, whether it's a big or small platform. Somebody's listening. Facts, facts, facts. You know, it's power in words. That's why it's called spelling. Okay, okay. Look, y'all better get it. He's speaking. Okay, <laughs> he's speaking. So, <laughs> Um, you know, with your music and, you know, you've got a new project coming up, right? It hasn't mm -hmm. been released yet. Do you have a release date? Can I get it? Oh, no. Like, I, I got like, I'm also, I'm on um, tape is, it's structured like 10 songs. I got seven, of, I got about seven or eight of the songs like I already did. Okay. But like, I ain't really press on the release date right now. I'm just trying to get as much press as I can to hide my tape up before I drop it. That's a that's a smart move. That's a smart move. So, you know, okay, so at least with the music that you have created, it's not out yet, but what do you like as you've been making the music so far, what do you want your fans to take away from your music? Um, just you know, you could be in an ugly place, but you can make that ugly place beautiful. No. Okay. Okay, okay. Y'all like, <laughs> hear them? Okay. <laughs> One more time for the people in the back. <laughs> yeah, you could be in an ugly place, but you can make that ugly place beautiful. Yeah. And you know what? I just, I love it because, you know, just even just reading your story or whatever the case is, I mean, it's, things can be difficult, but it's like, it's how you rise above it. Yeah. For sure. For sure. And, you know, I want to know, since you are from Chicago, we end up, you know, I, my show ends up getting around to a lot of people that are outside of our area. You know, the one the number one thing that people ask me that's not from here is like, you know, how do you guys deal with the violence and all of the different things that go on? You know, how do you kind of process it being a Chicago native, you know, kind of seeing the things that happen with the violence around the city? You know, how does that translate for you? I mean, I deal with it like. Cause you got you ain't really got no choice but to deal with it. Like when it comes to you, you gotta deal with it. Yeah. A lot of um things I be trying to get people passes or I be like um I be in voice situations if I can. You know okay. I'm always trying to outthink somebody because you know it's easy it's easy to diffuse small situations. You know a lot yeah. of situations in Chicago they be small situations. So right. you just know how to diffuse stuff and be a smooth talker and not around your mouth like I do. You'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what look what my auntie said that now that things are opening up that you'll be doing shows now that's what she said oh i've been doing shows i've been doing shows lately now <laughs> Luna, you better not tell that you you know the covid police gonna come out if you tell them you've been out here <laughs> hanging out <laughs> tell 
tell the police, man, they better leave me alone. I'm a black man. They already standing on love black people next. Now, man, go. That is hilarious. Time. Well, look, now before we wrap up, so let me play. I gotta play your other song. We we finished shaking. This is this is dirty soda. You ready? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's your song. Yeah, ready. Do you, you want to introduce your song? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, all right. South Side Rico, no count. Featuring my artist Shaq. That's that dirty soda. Yeah, go get it. Go you funny as hell. I'm not gonna play with you. <laughs> oh, for real. Think of odd one. Like how I'm supposed to deal with the stress. I mean, it's it's what well, I mean. I guess it's other ways. It's a lot of ways. Man. Hey, <laughs> everybody. Everybody has a vice, right? So hold on. Let me get into Faye's comment real quick. She said, pressure creates diamonds. Wow. Y'all just gave me a topic for the blackdollardays.com. Shout out to my sponsor in the house, Faye Porter, Black Dollar Days. Y'all make sure y'all go and register y'all business. Get it together. Okay. Artists too. I mean, hell, y'all are our business. Like, do so Southside Rico, do you operate, even though you are an artist, do you operate Southside Rico, no cap, like as your brand, as a business? Because some artists don't really know the difference. But it's seems like- I'm branded from my logo, from the people I work with, from the shows I've been on, my That's music. Right. It's all stamped under my umbrella. Absolutely. See, look, y'all better listen. Artists, y'all better get in tune. <laughs> get in tune. So, look, you got to tell me before you get out of here, what's coming up for you? What can we look forward to? How can my viewers and listeners support you? Um, follow me on Instagram. Like, that's the um, that's my platform I'm on right now. That's the one that's rocking. Okay. Um, Big Chopper underscore two two three. Okay, I got a I got a video that's coming out in a couple of days for my COVID flu song. Um, I got the trench uh trench babies projects coming up. I got the um bigger than me project coming up, and I got the we ain't go crab battle project coming up. So you know, just stay in tune. Just hit me up on the grill. I know. I know that the the one thing I wanted to touch on before you leave me though. Um, I saw that you know you outside of being an artist that you know you you know, have also dubbed yourself as like an activist. What are some of the things that you've been doing as far as that's concerned to, you know? Oh, I can't on. really say it. I don't want to really say it on camera, but okay. I'll put it to you like this. When all that stuff was going on, all the riots and stuff, we was most definitely on the front line. <laughs> we was I'm, most definitely with whatever. I'm not about to play with you. You play too much. Like, I'm, I'm, so like, I'm like, why he didn't mention this? Why he didn't tell me? I'm like, I'm going to ask him. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't have them people trying to investigate me. <laughs> hey, look, look, say less, okay? Say less. <laughs> but okay, so they if they follow me on Instagram, they'll be able to keep up. So all of the shows, all of your appearances. Yeah. Are you doing anything special? Any shows coming up? Oh, uh, we, we. I just came off a big schedule, so I'm getting the, uh, my next schedule together right like right now. I do got the shows coming up. I ain't gonna say too much about it, but yeah, because we okay. still getting them together. Okay, he can't speak on it yet, y'all. So y'all gotta go follow him. Y'all gotta get in tune so that when he release everything, y'all will be first up. <laughs> but no, I just I want to thank you for joining me tonight. I mean, you know, I want to continue to just wish you the best of success with your music and everything that you've got going on. You know, it's dope and you putting on for the city and just, you know, just keep going. I, I know I'm going to see your face everywhere. 
thank you for having me. You know, y'all dope. Y'all already doing y'all thing. You know, I'm glad to be here on Blueprint Media, like for real. For Absolutely, real. and I'm glad to have you. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, my platform it serves to promote artists and entrepreneurs, small businesses. You know that that look like me. You know, it's it's for everybody. You know, I'm not, it's, but it's for us. So it was really important to just have you on, and you know, I thank you for just sharing things with your story because some people when they come out, they kind of get to a certain place of success that they don't want to acknowledge that we all come from somewhere. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it's really important to talk about that. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad you shared your story with me. <laughs> no problem. I'm regular. <laughs> this man is crazy. Okay. So he a comedian too, y'all. So y'all, y'all make sure y'all check him out. He's going to have a stand up soon, but no, I, I thank you. Look, you make sure you come back. And then, I, so, and I thank you. So I, I, I silently got an exclusive y'all, but your secret is safe with me. I can't wait till it come out. Cause that shit was hard. Uh-oh, tell the DJs, play that. <laughs> Tell, tell what, tell Sean Mac. I said, play that. <laughs> Sean Mac, if you're listening in, okay, you, you just let me know. Hit me, hit me up by the email. I'm gonna direct you to this this gentleman here, okay? Southside Rico, no cap. But no, I thank you, and um, you know, like I said, best of luck to you. You keep on rising and doing what you're doing. Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Y'all better get into Southside Rico, no cap. Okay, it's lit. Um, I'm going to, at this time, just take a quick little break. When I come back, I got the hated and love of y'all. Bye. See y'all in a minute. Shop the Black Excellence Collection by Axe Blue Jay today. From mugs to apparel and all of the accessories that you need, the Black Excellence Collection has you covered. Make sure that you use promo code MICHI10 for 10% off. Shop now at www.agsbluejay.com slash shop. It's like excellence, baby. The Black Dollar Days initiative has officially kicked off. Make sure that you join founder Faye Porter in her mission in uplifting the black community. You can join by registering your business or just replying that you're in and you're ready to be in on this initiative. Okay, visit theblackdollardays.com and do what you need to do to be a part of this. Be a part of the change that you want to see. Make sure that you follow them on all social media and let them know that the Blueprint Media Company is Hey, hey, welcome back. Welcome back. Okay, hate it and love it. All righty, so I'll start it off. We're gonna start off high and we're gonna go down low. So this week, um, you know, I was waiting, I was waiting for my sister to make her formal announcement, but my nephew Kylan is here. So you all have probably heard me mention that my sister was pregnant over the last few um, months. So she did give birth uh to him of uh, five and 5.45 in the morning on Father's Day, beautiful Father's Day gift. So wanted to just say congratulations to my sister, Rondalyn, and my brother-in-law, Ken, on their bundle of joy, my little nephew, Kylan Kassan Roberts. He's so adorable, y'all. Oh, he smells like baby. Have you ever just smelled a baby? Oh, baby smells so good, y'all. And that's my nephew. So I absolutely love him. And uh, so you just... Send her, send her all of the well wishes, okay? Uh, because she's going to be an excellent mom. They're going to be great parents, okay? So that's my that's my love for tonight. I have, I'm starting it off. I'm like, because I can't mention my, my, my nephew after the other stuff, okay? 
So, my love it. Okay, I'm going I'm to go here. Headband wigs. While I love the wigs and I love the headband ones, they've been taking things too far. They've been making some ugly ones. And I was, I was extremely disappointed. There's like one hair brand. I can't remember what the name of it was, but they look great. I love those. And then I've seen some of the ones and I'm just like, what in the Shangri-La is this? Why would you make it so short? Why is the headband ugly? Why are you all trying to do a bust down version of this particular product? Stop doing the headband wigs like that. Stop. That's how I feel about that. Be your own kind. Shout out to our media partner, Be Your Own Kind. She said, great interview. Yes, he is. He is great. He was great. Southside Rico, no cap. Y'all better make sure y'all get in tune. He is. Okay, auntie. Girl, what you, what? yes, he, yes, because Kylan is just, he's so adorable. Auntie Tracy, you're right. He's just, I just want to snuggle him and sniffle, stiff my little nephew. Um, so that's that. Okay, last week on my what's, uh, what's happening, what's up segment, I shared with you all about the um, the conservatorship that is going on with Britney Spears. And, you know, it's just really, really, that's that's my, my, my definitely my second hated because, you know what, regardless of color, regardless of anything, nobody deserves to, like, have that type of rule over their life. You know, it's just not. It's, it's inhumane at this particular point. So, you know, she had the the court case and, you know, all she's trying to do, she's like, look, I'll still agree to the conservatorship. I just want you all to take my dad off because I don't feel like he has my best interest. It's too strict. She's a 39 year old woman and can't even control her own like love life as far as, you know, expanding on that relationship. She can't expand her family, you know, and the judge ended up denying removing the father from, you know, this particular conservatorship. And I'm just like, why? What? I don't get it. You know, it, it, it just, it didn't make sense to me. And I felt like that it was just really, really unfortunate that she's been going through this for over 13 years. And I think the, the, the part that I guess I'm hating the most is, is that yes, we, it is public knowledge that, Britney Spears had a breakdown, you know, over 13 years ago when she shaved her head. Everyone remembers this big debacle of what she went through. And like I said, because, you know, some people, you know, I, I've even read like in some of the comments when I'm, you know, reading different stories that, you know, they're just like, oh, they're trying to say that because she's, you know, she's white. She doesn't experience any of that stuff. And my whole thing is, is that every you can be in shackles as far as like mentally or being being held back in so many things and it has nothing to do with color here it is that this is a woman that she's very wealthy and can't even enjoy the fruits of her labor because she has people that are literally mooching off of her she works her ass off i don't care what y'all gotta say and see i like all music i listen to you can catch me i have on three six mafia and then it'll be john mayer and then i listen to some monica and then i'll flip over to britney spears and christina aguilera okay I, I would love for britney spears and christina aguilera to do a versus if you just want me to keep it a buck with you okay but she just has done all of these things that can't even like reap the benefits or reap any rewards for her work that she's put in. You know what I'm saying? And my whole thing is, is that that is an injustice. That is like if you, as whatever age that you are, you'd have moved out, right? You on your own. You got you a man. You trying to do everything. Hey, sis, thank you so much for checking in. Hey, girl, be your own concept. I feel so bad for Brittany. I do too. 
I do. I feel bad for Brittany. It's like she has done all of these things, all of these amazing things over the years and can't even enjoy it due to an episode that she had over 13 years ago. Think about a time. Anybody, if you listening right now, just go back to a time in your life where things were falling apart for you. You were falling apart mentally. You were falling apart emotionally. There are some people that aren't capable of doing that. They don't allow themselves to go to that place. So y'all, we respect y'all, but I'm talking to my people that have been through something before, okay? You've had a dark hour in your life. You've had, a, as I call it, a moment, an episode, or a season. You've had a time where you just weren't yourself. There were outside influences or different things that were pushing you to do something that was different for something that you would usually do, right? And then imagine 10 to 13 years later, okay, you got somebody running your life, but you change. You recognize the things that were going on with you during those times and you've grown from that. You're a completely different person, but you're still being condemned for the things that you did at that time. That's what the situation is. She's being judged for an episode or a season that she had years ago. Who's to say she can't change? Why doesn't she deserve a second chance as the breadwinner and everybody else gets to eat off her? I read, remember I was telling y'all, I read that she'll go and work her ass off for the whole week and they'll give her $2,000. Now me, if I got, if I got some money, that ain't going to cut it. <laughs> Are y'all paying my bills? You know, I personally think that the judge that denied her father being removed, I think that she getting paid under the table. Mr. Spears is paying her. I, I, it just ain't no way, you know. And my whole thing is, is that I just don't like to see. I Like I said, I don't care if it's a celebrity, if it's a regular person, a homeless person, you know what I'm saying, a drug, whoever it is. I don't like if, he, you know, if you are being held back based off of something that is no longer a part of you. There had to have been some healing and had to have been some things that have happened over a 10 to 13 year time. I mean, she, she was still performing. She stopped her residency and all of that other stuff. Cause it's like, I wouldn't allow nobody to eat off of me either. If there was no rewards for that, who wants to do that? You know, I just, that's just my hated. I just don't like people being, you know, you get put in a box because you had a moment because we all have them. So nobody can sit and act all high and mighty like you ain't never felt low sometimes. My whole thing is she cut her hair off and did all that other stuff. And that was made public because she was a celebrity. But it's somebody that you know that's on your block right now that's going through something. You know what I'm saying? Or they're going through that and they're trying to fight that privately. You know what I'm saying? These celebrities, yeah, they get out here. They probably love the fame and all that other stuff. But I mean, they go through stuff just like how we do. I don't know. Be your own kind said, I feel you. I listen to all types of music. Me too. That's why I'm like, you know, I, I probably know what's going on with some of the artists. They'd be like, oh, Leanne Rhymes. I'm like, shit, what happened with her? Gwen Stefani. Ooh, okay. That's messed up. Auntie Tracy said, amen and LOL. So that's it. Auntie Tracy said, yes, we have. We fall down, but we get up. Absolutely. And my whole thing is, is that if she is uncomfortable with her dad doing it, this woman has never said that she felt like she didn't need that particular conservatorship. But she just felt like that she didn't want him because he was taking advantage. I wish as a 33-year-old, my dad would be like, and you can't get married and you can't have kids. And we're going to keep your ass doped up off lithium the entire time. So you'll be high for the rest of your time that you're here. And I'm just going to keep on doing this. 
but I need you to get to rehearsal. I need you to do that. We need you to go make this money because I got to get a paycheck too. You ain't going to control me and then use me too. The hell? I'm going to move on from that. Because when I saw that they did her like that, I said, man, you know, that's messed up. And it just, you know, people, they, people act like that you cannot change. They act like you can't change. And that's the sad part. It really, really is. So, you know, prayers out to her. You know, I, my whole thing is, is that what people like to do is they like to push things or push people who are vulnerable to a place of not coming back. So my hope as someone, you know, as a fan, I'm genuinely a fan of Britney Spears. I don't, I, like I said, I don't care what y'all say. I, I'm going to listen to everybody. I listen to Chief Keith. I listen to everybody. I turn to Yolanda Adams, everybody. Nobody should have to go through that and be held back in such a way that's unfair. And that's not a life to live as a 39 year old woman. We got to fight for our rights for everything. And then it's like to think that your own family is the one that's oppressing you. That's something that I don't know if any of us could deal with, but I won't harp. So let me go ahead. I'm going to get into this. What would you do real quick? This one. This one, um, it reminded me of the Alicia Keys video with, um, what was his name? Most Def. Mm. Okay, y'all ready? Let me get into it. I go to this restaurant multiple times a week. I love the food there. I eat there so much that a lot of the regulars know me despite me having my mask on. They would tell me my order just as I walked in, which I liked. Recently, they got a new manager. I noticed her immediately and was attracted to her. I'm rather shy in real life, so I kept everything cordial and polite. I don't really talk to the employees besides asking how they're doing. Nice day. It's busy here today. That kind of conversation. The manager took care of me a few times, and one time she asked me if I've been there before. I told her yes and that I come multiple times a week. She told me that she thought so and said that she's happy to see me. I understand that from a business perspective, anyone will be happy to see a returning customer. With her, I wonder if it's something more because whenever she sees me, she smiles, waves, says hello, and that she's glad to see me. She never really goes out of her way to speak with me. If I'm there, she's happy to see me, though. She won't come to my table or talk or anything. She's always immersed in work, so she's running around the restaurant. I don't think I've ever seen her sitting at all. I also don't think she approached me anyway due to corona restrictions. Some people are very sensitive and will scream six feet in a heartbeat, LOL. Maybe she's afraid of that on top of being busy. I don't know. I'm not sure that I would ask her out. I'm just wondering what could I do to possibly make the first move? Could there be something here or is it me just thinking too much into this? Would you ask her out? Mm. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Renita, she said, of course, the judge is getting paid off. Hell yeah. I believe that. Free Britney. This is happening in the plain sight and nothing is being done. What a shame. They better they better start um, getting some, they better start doing some um, in, internal type of investigations as far as that's concerned. I'm going to leave that at that. But this, what would you do though? So the guy's trying to see, she, he asks this woman out. He says she's super nice. He's attracted to her. She works at his regular restaurant. And so I'm going to give one answer. One, two. I'm all about going for what it is that you want, you know, and um, being strong enough. You got to be strong enough to accept the fact that like in life, there's going to come rejection. You might tell someone that you're attracted to them or, hey, can I take you out? And they just like, no, 
or I'm with someone or that's not appropriate or whatever the case is. So, you know, I would just say if you ask, you got to be comfortable or be understanding to the fact that, you know, you might have kind of read a little bit into it and you, you might have did a little bit too much or maybe she's always like, oh, I'm glad to see you or whatever the case is, like hoping that you'll say something. Um, for me, I'm a big foodie, right? I, I like to eat food. Hi, my name is Miss Michi. I like to eat a little bit of food. So for me, I probably wouldn't do anything to make it uncomfortable if that's like my favorite eatery. I know that sounds like some fat girl shit, but that's my truth personally. Um, I don't know. Let me get into these comments. Kita said, hey, Kita, Kita. Okay, y'all, Kita didn't help me. Let me get into it real quick. Y'all know this Kita, she was on the show. She was giving us the fitness tip. I'm waiting for her to come back. That's my girl. Uh, Y'all better get into it with Keita LaShawn. She is the one, okay? She said, ask her out. He's thinking too much. Maybe she is just friendly and he looks at it as more because he wants her, right? But he got to be, I think he might feel uncomfortable that if he asks her out, what is she going to say? You know, like, or what is the dynamic going to be? Are they going to make fun of her or, or make fun of him? You know, like when they come back, like, oh, girl, he tried to talk to me. Y'all know how it is when you at work and it be a dude. Y'all be like, oh, he, a little, you know, you never know what they saying behind the scenes. They might think he weird. Like, damn, do he ever cook? That's how people act. That was the batter. Just go for it. Just be okay with whatever answer comes as a result. I would still go in and get my food confidently with my head held up high. Excuse me. I'm here for my usual. I say go for it. What could happen? What's the worst that could happen? She could say she's involved or no, you know, oh, I'm sorry. No, you know how girls, you know, we we have to let it down a little easy. Like, oh, no, they, I'm flattered. Thank you. I appreciate it. Whatever it is that you do. My auntie said, ask questions about her. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because, I mean, he asked, oh, you know, do you have children? You know, whatever. Go girl. He, she played too much. Like you said, gotta be prepared for the good and bad. Worst she can say is no. Right. It's not like she gonna like go get a broom and beat you up out of the space. What's the worst that could happen? I mean, you never know. I mean, I, you know, and I don't know. It's like people I used to when I was younger, you know, just kind of like be waiting, not waiting, but like, you know, like, oh, now he gotta come to me and da da But, you know, I mean, I've I'm married. I've, I've been with Anthony. We've been together for 10 years or whatever. And, you know, I was kind of like the one that really initiated or at least, you know, plainly gave a green light of like, let's talk to each other. You, I'm trying to rock with you. You know, I literally told him there was a situation that happened that night that was completely unrelated. But I'm just like, put my number in your phone if you want to, you know, talk to a real one. <laughs> So whack. I was so whack in 2011. But I did it. I was just like, you know what? I'm like, he's cute. He's different. He's different from, you know, anybody that I had ever, you know, like talked to or whatever the case is. And it's like when you attracted to somebody, there's nothing wrong with saying that. The worst that he was going to say was, no, I'm good or take the number and never call or whatever the case is. But it's nothing wrong with putting yourself out there, you know, because like now he kind of beating himself up. Like, should I do it? Should I not? Like it becomes an internal conflict. Shut that shit down immediately. Just ask. Hey. Would you like to get a cup of coffee outside of here? Drop your best lines, y'all. Drop them in the comments. I want to see. <laughs> As Tracy said, that's a start. Yeah, it's like you can. It's so many different ways to do it. 
just be comfortable with what answer that you get. And, you know, just be prepared to still walk in with your head held high while you order your favorite meal from this restaurant. Because, see, that's what I would be concerned about. Is shit going to be weird while y'all making my food? Are y'all going to play in my food? I, I, I don't I don't care if you say yes or no. Do you have my food? <laughs> I need my food. <laughs> Tracy said, there you go. Yes. Give me my food. Okay. That's all I got to say about it. Uh, I'm going to let you all just comment a little bit more. I'm going to take a quick break here. Okay. Com commercial time. And I'll be right back. Meet author, speaker, and coach, Ask Catherine, founder of CHBM Services, LLC, dedicated to reducing poverty among single-parent homes through career development and resources. From books to apparel, events, and an entire listing of virtual workshops, as well as CHBM Services U, they've definitely got something for everyone. Visit chbmservices.com for more information. Oh, and don't forget to tune in to Ask Catherine every second and fourth Saturday at 2 p.m. on Fluent Radio. Are you or someone you know in need of a job? Go ahead and reach out to Closing the Gap staffing. They have positions available for all professionals. Visit ClosingTheGapBDU.com for more information. And be sure to let them know that the Blueprint Media Company sent you. Remember CHBM services and closing the gap staff and they got resources, jobs, everything that you need. Uh, wrapping up on the what would you do if you're just tuning in with on Blueprint Live tonight. Gentleman was interested in hollering at a female at his favorite restaurant. A restaurant. <laughs> no, I, it's, I think go for it, dude. Go for it. The worst she's going to say is no. That's it. Let me get into what's happening, what's up tonight. Um, also, if you're just joining me, make sure that you drop those businesses, okay? And if you are listening to this afterwards on Spotify, iHeart, or anywhere that you listen to podcasts, um, you know, shoot me a message. I would love to connect with you, love to be able to support. I'm so thankful that, you know, the show is really, you know, gaining traction and is, you know, kind of getting outside of the uh, Chicagoland area. And it's been truly a blessing for me, for my my sponsors, our media partners, just to be able to kind of get the word out about everything that's going on. So if you're listening to this at any time, you know, you can shoot me a message. I'm really good as far as getting back to everybody. And I just want to connect and see how I can promote and be there and be a support to whatever you have going on, your business, your initiative, somebody that you know, we got to all come together. So that's what it's all about. Um, let me get into these comments really quick. Tracy said, if I see someone I like, I start out with a smile and I kind of give them that look. Men know. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. They be like, did she just give me the look? Did she just give me the look? Pouty Girls LLC checking in. Y'all already know that I'm a pouty babe. Pouty girl. It, look, I give y'all a little tidbit. You can use code Michi Pouty too. 15% off at beapoutygirl.com. This is it's an exclusive, period. Wendy, I have mine on. I did an ombre look too, but it looked more pink, but that's okay. Cause I'm still proud of me. But I girl, oh, y'all don't even know. I love me some pouty girl. That's Lord Jesus. Faye, she said, Yes, Miss Media Mogul. Yes. Shout out my sponsors in the house, y'all. Y'all better show my sponsors some love up in here, the black dollar days.com. Register your business. 
like the page, share, subscribe, all of that, okay? Y'all make sure y'all get in tune. Wendy gave me the hands up things. Yeah, she says you look beautiful. Thank you, my sister. Thank you, my sister. I love you. You know I love Pouty Girl. I'm a Pouty Babe for life, period. She, Y'all went, for real, let me let me go ahead and give Wendy her flowers real quick. She was the one, y'all y'all know that I do, I have my brand ambassadorships, but she was the one that opened up the door for me. And I'll tell anybody until I don't have a tongue no more that, um, you know, her giving me an opportunity opened up many opportunities. So I'm a Pouty Babe for life, period. Do it. I love you right back, sis. Absolutely. Um, I love you, girl. And uh, let's let's get into my what's happening, what's up tonight, okay? And look, and I ain't, I ain't gonna hold y'all for long because we still got a topic. We, we got to talk about black appropriation on TikTok. Let's get into it. But what's happening, what's up? So in Washington, the State Department announced that non-binary, intersex, and gender non-conforming Americans will soon be able to choose a third gender option other than male or female when applying for a U.S. passport. A statement from the department attributed to Secretary of State Anthony Blinken said that the policy change is an effort to take further steps towards ensuring the fair treatment of the LGBTQI plus community, uh, regardless of their gender or sex. So, you know, there's always, um, you know, it's I feel like it's always been a touchy thing, you know, where, you know, it's just like if there is a, you know, a, a man or a woman that has, um, you know, they, they, they transitioned and they are, you know, they made that transition that there is not really male or female can't really define those particular things. So it looks as if that's something that they're opening up. So when you're applying for your, your passport, you know, if you or someone that, you know, will be able to do that with this third option. Um, you know, and I think we're seeing it, you know, we, we've seen a lot of those different moves go on in other places. And, you know, having just wrapped up today is the first, it's the first of the month. Uh, wrapping up Pride Month as far as in June, you know, it, just, it seems to be a, a really good step in the right direction as far as just kind of looking at some of the concerns that that community has and, you know, really pushing things forward. So, um, you know, it's great. Every time I hear about other, you know, races or other classes of people that are getting a lot of things and efforts and bills and all of these different things passed to kind of make things better for them, it's a little bit bittersweet. You know, I, I, I'm never going to bring hateration or holleration in the dancery. I'll never do that. But a lot of the times it just puts me in a place of just hoping that you know, in my lifetime or in, you know, my future children's lifetime, you know, that we'll be able to see true change for people that look like me, you know, the people, you know, black, you know, people, I, I'm just, I'm hoping that we can see it. That's it. You know, let me read Faye's comment. Uh Oh, she, what, what, Faye, what you talking about? She said, I want to be able to decide whether I'm black or white. When I wake up, I may identify as white. Other days, I may identify as black. Us first, damn it. Oh, Faye says she don't want to just pick the, the gender. She says she want to pick the races too. Girl, mm. y'all ever apply for a job and know that they didn't call you because maybe how your name sound? My name is my name is Greek and, uh you know, Russian and all that other stuff. You know, De Demetria derives from Demeter, Dimitri and, 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 you know, and Russian and things of that sort. And it's just, 
I don't know. I just, like I said, it's always a bitter thing. I'm glad that there are being steps that are taken for other communities that have been affected by adversities. I, you know, again, no hateration or holleration in the dance read. But when I read those stories, I'm just wondering when is our time coming? You know, when is, when is there going to be some things where, you know, put in place where there are some real consequences for violating that? You know, even my sister, my sister was telling me that um, there was a point in time when she was working that there was a co-worker of hers that had transitioned. And they basically said they sent out a, a, a company wide email that if you were to, um, you know, he, he was a male at first before making the transition. Like if you even so much as call him anything in relation to call her, excuse me, anything in relation to who she used to be, that you could be disciplined up to fire, you know? So it's very, very real. And I'm just like, you know what? We need some real consequences for when people do things to other groups that are heavily affected by social issues and civil rights issues as well. Um, they said that we paved the road for everyone's civil rights. That's true. Wendy said, ouch. Wendy, why did you say ouch? Auntie Tracy said, LOL, stop it. Faye said, I checked that I'm white. If it if applied to one, it applies to all. I mean, yeah, I mean, everyone's got different views. I'm I'm happy for any advancement for anyone, you know, that has gone through some of the things that we go through as far as the civil rights. I mean, hell, this has got to be some type of step in a, in the right direction, you know? So I, I think that's big. And for it to be Washington, and I'm like, they're doing it first. I'm like, come through. Faye said, I'm dead serious. When are Black folks going to have enough balls to say Blacks first, damn it? Mm. Wendy said, in reference to not being hired because of your name. Girl. Woo! Child. And then it was like, my name, my, my name at first was Demetria Coleman. So it was like I was okay, and then it went when it went to Brown. It was just like I'm not gonna say the word, but y'all get y'all feel me, okay? <laughs> um, taking the time next story for tonight in Philly, Philadelphia, uh, their highest court threw out Bill Cosby's sexual assault conviction, and they released him from prison yesterday in a stunning reversal of fortune. For the comedian once known as America's dad, okay, um, they ruled that the prosecutor who brought the case was bound by his predecessor's agreement not to charge Bill Cosby. Um, yeah, so he, he got out of jail on a technicality. And y'all folks, ooh, Jesus, they've been going off, y'all. They have been going off about this man being released. And, you know... There's there's a lot of different sides to that situation, you know, it's a lot of different sides to that situation, uh, you know, as far as, you know, just like why he got out, you know, he's old, you know, so many different things come into play and, you know, it's, it's multiple sides. I mean, thinking about it, if you've ever experienced any type of assault or having to do something against your will, it's. You know, probably, you know, because this is the thing. It's like, you know, everybody's like, that didn't happen or it did happen. No one knows, but those people that were involved, if something happened or did not happen. And I've we've talked about this before on the show as far as like victim shaming. 
when someone comes out to tell their story about something horrific that has happened to them, it is not up for you to be the judge and the jury. You understand what I'm saying? That is why a lot of women don't come forward. They don't say anything or they don't do anything because they feel like that the person that did horrendous things to them, that they won't, they, nobody will believe them. Nobody will, you know, try to sympathize with what the, whatever it is that they have going on or how they feel. And it's unfortunate. People jump to, they'll victim shame, they'll shame the victim before they even look at the person because of who it is. And while we understand that, you know, Bill Cosby, yes, did he contribute a lot to the black community? Did, was the Huxables not the family that a lot of families looked up to? Whatever. Absolutely. But people can still People are still capable of doing whatever. I don't put anything past anyone. No one is above doing anything for me. And my whole thing is, is that if, whether if it's true, whether if it's not, none of us will ever know because we wasn't there. We wasn't there. We wasn't around in those situations. So we don't know what's true or not true. But, um, you know, the fact, like, I don't know, he got out and they were salty as hell. Ooh, they were so salty, though. They said everybody did Kualu's. And all kind of mind altering drugs in the 70s. Later, me ask you, Miss Michi, you like later you what black man would get away with sexually assaulting mostly white women in America? I have been sexually assaulted, but the truth is the truth. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I I, I have too, you know. I mean, I've I've definitely had that happen, and you know, it's it's not a, a good feeling, and because of seeing how things were, you know, during those times, like, you know, I've, I've, I've shared it with you all on the show before, but just to give a quick synopsis, cause we're not going to go down that rabbit hole, but you know, when it happened, the area where I was at, if I would have reported it, it would have literally gone very, very, very public. So this is before social media. This is before all of that. Um, it would have been something that would have been public knowledge to, everyone within that environment and you know to have to answer those questions i mean even some of the people that i did share that this particular thing happened with they didn't really believe it because this particular guy was supposedly a friend you know and what people don't recognize is is that you know the ones that are doing it yeah somebody can come up and do something to you that's off the street that you don't know but a lot of the times when someone when a woman or a man because it's not just exclusive to women when you are sexually assaulted or when you have something like that that happens to you it is you know it, it could be someone that you know it could be someone that you've been around or whatever the case is this is this is what it is, you know, and um, so it's it's uh really unfortunate. So, you know, first when I kind of saw that he was getting out, my first thing was just like, damn, you know, how do the women feel that actually came forward and told their stories? You know what I'm saying? Because it seems like that at least if y'all tell me if I read it wrong, that, you know, the case where all of these different women spoke, it was it sprung off of one case. So it was one case, but there was multiple people that came forward and said, hey, boom, boom, boom. This happened to me, too. It happened to me, too. So and it was at the height of the Me Too movement. You know, we all know what that, you know, what that was, where these women are telling their stories of the jacked up stuff that they've had to deal with from their male counterparts. Um, I don't know. Let me get into what Tracy said. She said he an old man now. What can he do? I mean, I, Tracy, I don't know. A predator. If somebody is a predator, that shit is for life. I don't know. Wendy said, I don't care how old he is. People need to be held accountable for ruining and setting back people's lives. Yeah. I mean, 
I, you know, with him being such an, you know, an older man now, I, I, you know, I just, I can't, I can't ever judge somebody for not saying something right then and there or doing whatever, because like I said, I can only account for when it happened to me. Like I knew where my mind was at that moment. So I can't put it past that. That could be somebody else's case as well. You know, you, every, we don't know why people hold on to that stuff. And if you've ever had it happen to you, that shit will break you down. It will. You. That's not something you want to open up and talk about. Yeah, I've been sexually assaulted. I've had this happen to me. It's a tough conversation. Whether if you're just telling someone that you love or having to tell the courts, it's not. It's not. It's not easy, you know. And um, I don't know. Uh, this. She said we did. Uh, I hope I'm saying it right. Quaaludes, uh, LSD, acid, weed, et cetera. Those women, some of them walk right into that situation. That has been the case in Hollywood. It's called the casting couch. Me too is great, but a lot of it is fabricated. Mm. Tracy said, mm, okay. Yeah, I mean, you know what? It's, it's a lot of different perspectives. I mean, I'm sure that his family is happy to have him home, but, you know, I think that there, you know, there is another part. There are women that were affected by said actions. You know, like I said, be it be it true, untrue, you know, false, unfalse, whatever, you know, none of us can say what happened at that situation. And then this is the thing. While I understand, Faye, because I, I get what you're saying, you know, and I, I do hear that from a lot of different, you know, people that are older than me. They're like, hey, this is what was going down during that time. You know, even if you lit, even if you got whatever going on, that don't get nobody an opportunity to like take advantage of you. You know, whether if it's him, if it's somebody that you know off the street, everybody knew somebody that was walking around with date rape drugs back in the day, or you you heard of the situation happening when we were in college. It's like cover your damn drink. They will slip something in your shit and have their way with you. You know what I'm saying? Like that was like that was that was the the thing. And you know, you you look out, you you and your girls, y'all at the bar and all the other stuff. We looking out for drinks. We come up in here together, we gonna lead together because you don't know who got bad intentions for you. And it's like it could be celebrities, it could be your common man off the street. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. People, everybody don't have honest intentions. But just because you lit or you toe up don't mean that nobody could take your body or nothing from you. Like, to me, that's whack. Like, hell, if you can't get it while I'm in my soul, man, right mind, baby, you sure don't deserve it when I'm out of it. So that's that. Um, but on a lighter note, though. So actually tonight, y'all. Ooh, tonight. Uh, Keith Sweat and Bobby Brown face off in a special versus from the Essence Festival that's happening. Um, me personally, I'm excited about it because I love both artists. I mean, you know, Bobby Brown, they like to give him a lot of flack and do a lot of stuff like that. I don't care. I don't care. I think my tenderoni. <laughs> I'm so excited about it. So I definitely, I'm like, I know when I log off here, I'm like, I want to go get me, you know, get a little something to munch on. Y'all know I don't cook on Thursdays. I ain't cooking on Thursdays. No, not after the show. But I think that that was a great matchup because it's so funny. I was just telling my husband earlier, I said, you know, they just been matching up some people that I don't understand. Like, I enjoyed the Soldier Boy and um, Bow Wow versus, but I just felt like that they should be paired with different people. Yeah. I felt it. I was like, mm, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. No. But it was uh, when I actually watched it, and I watched it with Renita from Be Your Own Kind. Shout out to her. She was on the live not too long ago, but I watched it with her, and it was, oh, it took me back to college. It did all of that. So it's like with Keith Sweat and Bobby Brown, I mean, it, I feel like it'll take me to when I was listening to them back in the day, and I didn't know what the hell they was talking about. I'm just like, these brothers sound smooth. 
They sound good. So y'all make sure y'all uh, tune in. And they said it's a special one. So I'm excited about it. And, um, you know, the Essence Festival, I'm going to get down there. I'm going to get down there as press. I'm not just going to get down there as a guest. I, I claim and decree that for the year. Okay. Next year, we're going to be preparing for the Essence Festival, with the BET Awards, all of that other stuff. We're going to the top. Uh, but yeah, that's that's it for my what's happening, what's up. Um, again, I don't want to. I don't want to hold y'all too long, but I do want to get into the topic of the night. So let me just go here. I want to give you a little bit of background here. I know y'all be like, this bitch be reading all the time. I don't care. Let me go up. Because I just want to give you all a little bit of this. Uh, some black TikTok creators have refused to choreograph moves to a new song in an effort to show how essential they are to the TikTok platform and demonstrate how their work is co-opted by white creators. Megan Thee Stallion's new song, Thought Shit, has all the trappings of a smash summer dance hit. Some of her previous hits, like Body and Savage, have been soundtracks for viral TikTok dance trends designed by Black creatives. Yet in the absence of captivating choreography, no viral dance has emerged since the June 11th release of Thought Shit. Um, the so-called Black TikTok strike isn't calling on users to leave the app or even to stop posting content on the app. But instead, it's making it where some Black creators who might typically contribute their dance for the new hit, they're sitting this one out to highlight how essential they are. Um, material created by Black artists have routinely been used by white TikTok users without credit. Earlier this year, Jimmy Fallon sparked an uproar when social media star Addison Rae appeared on The Tonight Show to perform a, a range of viral routines from the TikTok without attributing to the original choreographers, most of whom were people of color. Fallon later hosted the original creators in response. So what they're saying is, is that they are the ones that is creating all of these trends, which we know it to be true. Half Half the challenges that you see, it was possibly created by, not possibly, it was nine times out of ten created by personal color. Um, I remember when Addison Ray did go on there and do the dances, and um, it was, I mean, she did the Dougie, the Laffy Taffy, baby, she did everything. And, um, you know, the people were mad. They like, you know, how y'all not even going to tag the people that actually made the challenge up? How do you get away with something like that? But unfortunately, that was the case. You know, they were, they were able to do that. So, you know, I love the fact that they're doing a strike. I saw a few of the videos. So instead of them doing a dance, they act like they about to do something. And then they, you know, put up like words or text that kind of, you know, just let the people know, uh-uh, y'all got us messed up. We're not about to do that. We're not about to do that at all. So I, you know, I'm not mad at it. Like, I feel like we see it, you know, a lot. Um, a good example to, to give you a great example, actually, of what they're speaking about. If you are listening in and you're still a little bit unsure. Have you seen Bring It On? Everybody that's seen Bring It On, let me know in the comments. They said, when haven't, uh-oh, she said, when haven't they done that? Music, tanning, dancing, hair, fashion, fucking all of that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, we. my whole thing is, is that if you like what somebody is doing, you have to 
give props to your original source, right? So you can't just go and just be like, oh yeah, I'm going to take this whole thing and you have no type of rights to that. That's not right. It's not right to do it. And I understand completely why they are, are doing that strike because, you know, specifically, see, I'm not a dancer or anything like that, but I produce my content. I... I'm writing every question. I don't have like a writer's room or anybody like that. It's me, you know, that's doing that. And, you know, I'm coming up with the different concepts. You know, I'm, I'm creating my different graphics or different things that I need to, to promote. I'm taking my pictures. I'm doing all of these things. And as a black creative, when you are putting in all of that work and you can't even reap the rewards or the benefits from that, it's a slap in the face and it does not feel good. It does not feel good at all, you know, to, to see all your hard work and everybody else gets to eat off. Of, I know, I know they say, God use me, but I don't think he intended it for it to be that way. Hell no. I don't think so. I don't think that that's how it's supposed to be. So I'm all with them taking that, you know, taking that step back and just saying, Hey, you know what? y'all y'all need us you know and and my whole thing is is that them as an actual um a platform should be thinking about the different ways of how you can give back to those creators that actually put these things together be your own concept that's why that's why I went on strike on tiktok okay Faye said they have to learn copyright and trademark law. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, my whole thing is, is that there's got to be a way to just educate it because, you know, this is the thing. While TikTok is not TikTok does not personally pay these creators, there's opportunities for them to make money through advertisements and all of these other different things. And you see it like there's a few people that I watch on TikTok. I was like, man, I really like their stuff. And every now and then there's like a promo post or it's different things like that. So I'm just hoping that with them doing this strike and, you know, really just showing like, hey, we are the backbone of this stuff, that there's actually um, some good that will come from it so that they'll be able to, I mean, everybody, if you are a creative, you deserve to thrive. I don't care what you're creating. You could be doing bedazzled Q-tips, okay? You deserve to be able to be recognized for your work and not have anyone. So it's not even just white people. It's not even just any, you don't deserve to have anybody come in and reap the rewards for the work that you've put in and what you've done. That's my whole thing. Like my whole thing is that, hey, if you do the dance real good and you do all of that, you got to give props where it's due. I always say, don't ever screw over the connect. The connect is these black creators that's making these dances that go viral that all the celebrities end up hopping on and everybody's all excited about. They're doing the shit on the news. They're doing all this other stuff. Give props where it's due. Don't come and take it. I brought up Bring It On. If y'all remember Bring It On, okay, she was going, Kirsten Dunst was taking her little raggedy ass. I said it. Hold on. They said they have to learn. Yep. Whitney, yep. Uh, Wendy said 100. Absolutely. Like, my whole thing is, it's like, you cannot, you, you Kirsten Dunst was going to take her dusty ass and she was watching Gabrielle Union and them team at their games and was coming back and doing the cheers in a steak way. Not even good. It wasn't good. It was bad. And when she got caught up, <laughs> Gabrielle Union like, bitch, <laughs> did you like the event tonight? 
Wendy said 100. She said, did you like the event tonight? You can't do that. Give the props. Jimmy Fallon, he knew he had messed up. I'm like, no, Jimmy Fallon, we like your ass. Don't make us dislike you now. Don't make us dislike you. Okay, because we like you. But I don't know, you know, with, with this thing, I'm I'm all for there. There are positive ways to protest. We have uh, Faye here, who is the, you know, founder of the Black Dollar Days. You know, it, it, it proves that when you protest in different ways, you know, they're doing it with their art. We can do it with our finances. There's, you know, you can do it by 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 marching, however, whatever way that you need to. We gotta always fight for the things that are near and dear to us. As a creative, it doesn't matter what color you are. Don't let nobody just come and steal stuff up off of you, and then you just keep on putting out stuff. You're not setting no boundaries. So, um, Renita said, but this is no different from anything else. I am not surprised by this. Think about our music, fashion, style, and culture. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's Renita, and this is the thing because I agree with you and I agree with Faye. It's definitely not something that is surprising. We know that it's going on, but it's just like, you know what? I think, you know, everybody, they always, we always bring up our ancestors and all that other stuff. We, you know, our ancestors breeded a different breed. People getting mad now. People are, are, are not just taking this stuff lying down anymore. So, you know, they're becoming angry and recognizing like, hey, I made this dance, but Alyssa, what is her name? Addison Ray was able to go on the Tonight Show. Think about what that would have done if he would have brought them on initially as the creators and the founders of whatever it was that they were doing, rather than it being something that was secondhand. And that's what we deal with a lot. And it's just like, you know, I think that the other races that benefit off of the things that we put out for the culture... They got to recognize their place in it, too. We can bring light to it. But if everybody is just so steady, still and stuff and just worried about, hey, when's the next dance craze going to hit? Bitch, put do another dance. If they, you know, if, if we we got to get some control on it, too. So, you know, if, if it's a start to set some type of boundaries or to let them know what's going on, I think it's a step in the right direction. Uh, be your own concept. Place your logo as a watermark and your tag on dead smack in the middle. I had to learn that. Girl. Who you ever did something for somebody and they stole your stuff? They stole your work. Still your whole design, baby. The whole thing. Mm. It's definitely happened. And you know, my um, I, I gotta I gotta shout out to Anthony because he was the one, you know, he kind of sent it to me. I was hearing some things, but he, you know, sent me some things that were a little bit more concrete as far as you know, them talking to some of the black creators who, you know, did feel very slighted. And we've unfortunately become so conditioned to that, you know, even as black creators, where it's just like, you know, you could create something, but it's not gonna be into maybe this other group of people or this other person that's you know, more privy to fame or stardom or whatever the case is, that they can come and take it for right under you. And it's so disappointing, but it does happen, you know? And um, I just want us to, to stay up and stay encouraged, you know what I'm saying, with everything and just, you know, it's, it's things like this that will make an impact. And I'm glad that it's getting, I mean, it was, it's what I just read to you was from the Huffington Post, shout out to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, Give us that well-rounded journalism. We need to hear about everything that's going on and how everybody is feeling. So, you know, I thought that it was great that them along with other, you know, uh, platforms that they are just kind of recognizing like, hey, we see it too. You know, and it's time to talk about it and have a larger conversation. Uh, so I just want to 
Thank y'all for participating on that. And if you have any other comments, I would love to read it. You know, just let me know your feedback. If you as a, you know, black creative, if you've experienced this, if you're participating in the black TikTok strike, I would love to just hear more about your experience and some of the things that really motivated you to move to that point. Um, because clearly, I mean, there's enough evidence with the things that have happened that would, I think, sway anybody. But um, I would love to hear some of those personal experiences because it's, Oh, baby, it sounds like a lot. But let me get to my quote of the night before I let you all go. One of the most important moments in life is the moment you finally find the courage to let go of what can't be changed. Because when you are no longer able to change a situation, you are challenged to change yourself, to grow beyond the unchangeable. And that changes everything. Y'all. That particular quote, it spoke to me. Um, If you're in a situation right now and you're just like, you know that genuinely in your heart that those circumstances are not going to change and that it's not for you. Um, You know, it's funny. My Auntie Tracy is on here on a live with me tonight, but uh, her and I were talking and I'm just like, we... We were just, you know, just having a general conversation. But a lot of the times we give other people, places and things the right to just kind of, you know, you recognize it's not going to change. It's not going to be any different. And we still allow those things to happen or we allow ourselves to be in those same environments that, you know, it's not really conducive for you. You know, you owe it to yourself to make the changes that are necessary. So whether that's setting boundaries, whether that is, you know, expressing yourself or walking away from things that no longer serve you, when you recognize that a situation is unchanging and you need it to change, okay, let's, let's, because some, some situations could stay the same and not change. But when you recognize that you're needing or wanting or desiring more from those situations, people, places, or things, you got to do the change within yourself. It starts here. Everything starts from here. It starts with you. So, you know, those are my words. And that's what I would, you know, encourage you all to do today. And um, I'm really, really excited <laughs> to just, you know, have, have just had this time tonight. You know, I want to thank my special guest, Southside Rico No Cap. Make sure that you all follow him on Instagram at Big Chopper underscore 223. Um, you know, really dope. As you all can see, he's really um, humble. I, I love his confidence, his, his confidence that he has in himself and everything he has going on. It's contagious. And I feel like he should definitely be a comedian, too. Um, well, Mr. Tracy said that the quote of the night was deep. Yes, ma'am. Faye said, yes. <laughs> Wendy said a word. Yes, ma'am. As Tracy said, yes, you do. And it's all about choices. Absolutely. So, you know, this week that's coming up, I hope that you all have a very, very safe uh, holiday weekend. You know, with us being in the Chicagoland area, you know, never know. Shit can turn up. You, you just you really, really don't know. So be safe. Um, have fun. OK, have some cocktails and stuff for me. I'm going to have some for y'all. Uh, if you haven't already, make sure that you follow me at Miss Michi on all platforms. That's M-Z-M-E-T-C-H-I. Make sure that you're following the Blueprint Media Company on Facebook and on Instagram and Twitter at the BP Media Co. And you can visit the bpmediaco.com or missmichi.com if you're interested in any promotional services for your business or if you'd like to hire me as your brand ambassador. Like I'm I'm excited because after my vacation, I'm probably going to be picking up on about two different campaigns. Fingers crossed. Hopefully there will be more. But I'm really, really excited to work with with all of my brands and, um, you know, make sure that you're following our sponsors 
Black Dollar Days, Tax Strategy, CHBM Services, Axe Blue Jay, Closing the Gap Staffing, Fire, and Lavish Looks. Okay, it's a little bit of something there for everybody. And um, I didn't have a lavish look for you all this week, but make sure that you shop the uh, the summer collection at mismichi.com slash shop. Or if you just want to look at the summer line specifically, it's mismichi.com slash summer. Um, I appreciate y'all. Vacation is coming up, but you know, I'm I'm still got some stuff in the work. You know, what I mean, I'm 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 gonna be on I'm gonna be online, but I'm not gonna be online. So I'm really excited about it. And um, I love y'all so much for tuning in. Have a great weekend, and I'll see you next week. Bye.